Well, according to an Ontario think tank's new report, hate crimes against religious groups in this country are on the rise with cases doubling between 2009 and 2021. Here to share the findings is Brian Dykma, Vice President of Communications at Cardis. Brian, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Maggie. So why dive into these numbers? Well, first of all, uh, our think tank is interested in the role that religious communities play in our public life, not just the fact that people go to worship on a Friday or a Saturday or a Sunday, but what role does religion play in our in our country as a whole? How does it motivate people to act? Does it motivate them to act well? Does it motivate them to act poorly? And so when we knew that this uh, report had been released from StatsCan, we thought we would do a deeper dive and see just exactly how the whole country uh, uh, perceives that question, whether they think it's positive or negative and what the effects of that are. And sadly, uh, it seems the news is not good. So um, that's just a bit of our motivation. Yeah. So what did you find? I'm looking at uh, the report. I've read it through. And in the introduction list, a number of, you know, just really disturbing um, events uh, that have happened uh, in the past number of years. Yeah, so what we found, Maggie, is that uh, religiously motivated hate crimes um, have gotten to the highest level ever since we've started measuring them. And so just a bit of of background for for your listeners. A hate crime is not listed in the uh, criminal code. There's no such thing as as a hate crime per se. However, there is a definition. It's a subset of specific crimes, whether it's violence, whether it's assault, or whether it's vandalism or coercion or what have you. It's a subset. And so the way the uh, Uniform Crime Reporting Survey, which is a subset of Stats Canada, defines it as an offense that was motivated by a particular bias or hatred against religion. And in those cases, if you're convicted of the crime, you can actually receive a higher sentence if it was found out that you're motivated um, against this particular group because of their faith or, or other things, including sexual orientation or what have you. And so they started measuring that in 2009. And in 2009, there were 415 cases. And just, Maggie, just to give you a bit of a, 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 a an idea of what we're talking about here, we're talking about things like actual violence. Um, you'll recall there was a family in London that was tragically, a Muslim family that was tragically um, attacked by a car. Somebody hit them. In fact, most most of the family, except for one child, passed away. But we're also talking about things like threats of violence, particularly against the Jewish community, uh, swastikas painted on synagogues, pictures of Hitler, and we're talking about things like church burnings that uh, we saw a lot of in 2021. And so in 2021, we saw the highest level ever. There were 909 hate crimes in 2021, and that's higher than the 842, which is in the previous uh, high, which was in 2017. So it seems that hatred is on the rise, and and we want to see that stop. So why do you think this is, Brian? What, what are some of the, as you've uh, and your team have been looking into this, are, I mean, is, do you think social media has a role to play in this? Do we have more outlets to share our you know, dissatisfaction with issues? Why do you think we're seeing this rise? Well, it's a good question. I mean, on the one hand, there's it's always been here, right? My family and I just came back from D.C. and we, we visited the, the memorial to the Holocaust victims. And you can tell that anti-Semitism has been around for a long time. And the, and the sad truth is that the Jewish community has the largest amount, it's the largest target by far. There were 500 crimes against uh, the Jewish community in 2021. And on average, it was 350 a year. And so they they dwarf any other population. There's something long standing about that. I don't understand it. It's 
it's a it's a beautiful community that's contributed so much but we see it also against muslims in in uh 2017 there were 350 crimes against muslims and and on and in 2021 it went down to about 150 and um catholics were the largest um growth in 2021 there was 155 um uh, crimes against the catholic community and so there's all kinds of different motivations maggie obviously the the um the crimes against the catholic community very closely linked to questions around indigenous relationships in canada but there's other things going on as well cardis has done some work on just religious attitudes towards religion and we've sort of done polling on this and said what you know what are people's um understanding of religion is it good or is it bad and we found that there was actually a spectrum of spirituality that there are about 20 percent of people um, who go to church or go to mosque go to synagogue on a regular basis they read their scriptures and that's a 20 percent. so that's a small minority and on the other side there was a 20 percent of very non-religious uh people who who actually think that um that 46 percent of them actually believe that religion is a net negative and so you know there there has been as religion um organized religion has declined i think there's been less of an understanding of it and one of the things is whenever there's less of understanding you often see ignorance you often see bias and i think that's contributing to it as well and what i find fascinating is that you know those who are religious the 20 percent who are are religious 70 percent of them see religion as a good and this goes not just for their own religion so i'm a christian mm -hmm. um i do see christianity as you know a a critical part of of our of our society the introductions of mercy of grace and our understandings of justice are are central i think to the sort of formation of our society but those 20 percent of religious religious people actually see all religions as a good so you know the christian would see the jew and the muslim as as sort of people who are working to strive towards this this understanding of the relationship with divine and so there's there's real all kinds of things going on but but we'd like to see that understanding grow because we think that that's the first step towards actually not just toleration but embrace of religion as a, as a public good in this country and so as you see that understanding grow i know that there are a number of recommendations that cardis has put forth can you go through some of those for us brian yeah, for sure. So we're actually doing an event uh, at Queen's Park uh, with MPPs. And we if any MPPs are listening to this, we invite you to come from 11 till 2. Um, we're calling it hope in the face of hate. So what we want to do, Maggie, is not just say, look, uh, this hatred is bad, though it is. What we want to do is show uh, MPPs and we want to actually show everybody what religious communities actually do. So we've actually done a study called the halo effect. And one of the things that our study has found is that for every dollar in the budget of a religious community, whether it's a church, mosque, synagogue, gurdwara, what have you, there's $3 of public value. And that's the value that if it were to disappear tomorrow and the state would have to replace it, how much would it cost? It's a one to three ratio. So we want to just show people the fact that, you know, things like Alcoholics Anonymous, food banks, um, uh, you know, care for childcare, all kinds of things like that are, are done by religious communities. And by people who may have like wildly different perspectives on life on big questions than you um but the reality is that we see that as part of the public good this is part of the part of the beauty of canada that we have diverse per, uh, perspectives on what makes a good life and we want politicians to recognize that and actually to stand up for that they do that for other communities again other communities are also seeing um increased hate crimes we want politicians to say look religious freedom is a core Canadian value. And it's not just something on paper and it's not just something private, but we want politicians to say, look, 
this is a public good and we want them to recognize that. So that's what we're inviting them to see, not just to hear from us, but actually meet those communities. We're gathering with Jews, with Muslims, with Sikhs and others. Um, and we want to do that. Also, in, in corporate life, companies can commit themselves to, you know, actually signing on to religious freedom, understanding that diversity in their companies is, is a wide thing and that, you know, differently held beliefs can actually contribute to the good of their company and, and actually sign on to things that are uh, fundamental to us, that are in our constitution. And, and again, it's not an attempt to try to make one dominant over the other. It's an attempt to realize the actual pluralism that is in Canada, that's in Ontario, that's in Toronto right now, um, and and to see that as a positive thing and not as something to be afraid of. All right. I love the fact that this is going to be an interfaith event and a conversation among other faiths on how, I, I think one of the critical parts is uh, how do you gain information and maybe break down some of those barriers and uh, misunderstandings, stereotypes, uh, assumptions people have of uh, different religious groups and how do we create more conversation as opposed to uh, throwing stones at each other. So appreciate your time, Brian. Really um, appreciate this conversation about something that's so important. Thank you again. Maggie, thanks for having me. I really appreciate this and making uh, make you making the time for us here.